Hello. Uh, I'd like to welcome you all to another Tim's podcast um, and to introduce you to Adrian Rose, who is a family solicitor from 26 years experience and is also a trained family mediator. And I'm introduced to my colleague Fiona Moffat, who is also a family solicitor and a collaborative lawyer. Yeah. So this um, podcast we've called How Do I Get Divorced? I'm insisting that we do a little bit of a trip down memory lane uh-huh. because um, I uh, remember that my very first job when I was in articles, and it was articles then, not yeah. a training contract, uh, was to draft a divorce petition. Okay. I think it took me about three days. Goodness me. <laughs> So the co- contrast to now yes. is absolutely incredible. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But the best thing was that when I'd finally achieved a draft mm. that my principal was happy with, mm. I then learned how to stitch the petition up the side with green with tape. With the green tape. Very nice, green silk tape. Very pretty. I then learned how to walk down to court and face the court staff who then scrutinised the petition and then decided whether or not they would accept it. Doesn't it? Counter. Me. I know. Wow. So Marriage certificate, divorce petition, court fee, and in addition there was a statement of arrangements for the children, children. form yeah. and a reconciliation certificate. Sure. And that's what we had to do to get a divorce to be issued in those days. Goodness me. Court fee was about £25, I think. Wow. Over to you, Adrian. Bring us up to date. Bring us up to date. Well, in terms of where we are now, it's a very, very different process. No I, I think, thankfully. No stitching. Um, probably stitch if you want to. I won't entirely sure where you'd put the needle. But uh, <laughs> anyhow, um, online process. Um, no paper in most cases. Um, what you have to do, is essentially, you know I have a divorce petition. You have an application for divorce. Um, this is a result of the changes that came in last year now. Uh, when we have this thing called no fault divorce, which we'll talk about in a little while. Yes. But yeah, online process, no stitching, all via a, a website or a, a portal, as we family lawyers have to call it. Court fee. Court fee is now five hundred and ninety-three pounds. So, yeah. What are we getting for our money? Another podcast, Fiona. <laughs> Um, so now we're into this area of no fault. We are. Immediately before that, at yep. the era I'm talking about, yep. the sole ground for divorce was the irretrievable breakdown of marriage. And that's still true. Yes. Yeah. You proved that yes. by reference to five facts. Yes. Most people thought those were grounds. Yes, yep. but they were wrong. Well, yes, they were. They were facts. Yes. Um, and the first one would be adultery. Perennial old favourite. Yes. Indeed. Second one, behaviour. Yes. Someone who behaved so badly that that caused the marriage to break down. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Two-year separation with consent. Indeed. Desertion. Desertion. Very rarely used. Indeed. Very hard to prove. Indeed. And five-year separation, five separation without consent. That's right. So those were the old facts for divorce. That's right. And people at this stage are still struggling a little bit, I think, to sh- to, to shed those That's ideas. Right. I mean, the, the new law has only been in place now for about 15, 16 months. Um, but it removed all of those five grounds for divorce as people knew them. And the, I say the perennial favourites, adultery and behaviour, those are the things that people really struggle with that yes. aren't there anymore. Mm. And we still have people come to see us or make inquiries of us that say, my partner's committed adultery, I want to use that to get divorced, my partner's behaved in such a way, 
I still want to use that to get divorced. Mm. On some occasions, they don't believe us. No. When we say, you can't do that anymore. You don't need to do that anymore. Yeah. There is a better way to get divorced without blaming the other person. Yeah. Yeah. It's very interesting, isn't it, how it's changed, how it's shifted. It's shifted, yeah. Because I think two years separation with consent was always quite a popular fact for divorce because you didn't have to make allegations against each other. It was just based on a period of separation. Um, But I think sometimes when people are really upset with each other, Mm. it's quite hard to let go of that fundamental feel of, why is it that we are where we are? I want I want to blame somebody. I want to name somebody yeah. as having caused this. Yeah. So it's quite interesting, isn't it, that we've got away from that now. And we still do see it, not now in divorce, because we said you can't do it. But there's a knock-on effect, particularly if you're in court proceedings or potential court proceedings about money or children, that anecdotally we're seeing people are wanting to raise issues of behaviour or conduct, as we call it in financial proceedings. Mm. Because they can't have their pound of flesh referring to them somewhere else. It's it's interesting, isn't yeah. it, that, that that has kind of shifted across. Yeah. In effect, yeah. Right, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So no Latin anymore, Adrian. I'm sure you could still just Latin if you wanted to, but um, you might be frowned upon. So. Decree nice size. All gone. Yeah. All now gone. what are we decree nice size gone conditional order. Which again probably doesn't make a lot of sense to a lot of people. No. Uh, but it just means that the court have looked at your application for divorce and have said that you are entitled to a divorce. Mm. Um, and that once, we'll come back to timing in a little while, but once another period of waiting has gone, you no longer can apply for your decree absolute, which is your final decree and meant you were divorced. You now apply for a final order, mm. which means you would be divorced. Yeah. yeah. And do people still come in and say, I want a decree absolute, or I wanted it, you know, I'm expecting a decree nice, or have they managed to shed no, all of that? No, those, those things are still there yeah. for some time. Yeah, yeah. Because it, again, we still here, it, it'd probably take another decade, I would have thought. Really? Oh, yeah. Gosh, that long. Yeah. 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 Cool. Um, so, in terms of that, and in mm. terms of what people are expecting, so the rule is that you have to be married for a year. Still have to be married for a year? Yeah. Why is that? No idea. <laughs> Never know. Is it con- Any ideas? Is it potentially contrary to public policy for people to be able to divorce too quickly? Possibly so. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. I think it, it was it was a it was a historic yeah. thing, wasn't it? Wasn't it originally three years you had to be married before you could divorce? Yeah, you know. Defer to your knowledge on the, the Maybe so. Maybe so. Uh, yeah. Um so one year yep. marriage, and then on the anniversary of that you can you present can an application for divorce. For divorce. That's right. Okay. Yeah. And then you lodge that with the court. You do. But you do it all on the portal. That's right. And then how long does it normally take for it to get to the next stage then? So service of that petition. Yeah. Um, petition. Of, I've said it. Said, yeah. Rather than application. Rather than application. Yeah. 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 Um, ordinarily, at the moment, the court is taking some two to four weeks to process the application. Decree isn't too bad. Not too bad. Not too bad. And at that stage, they will send your application and a response form to the other person. So, so that's what service. I would have called the acknowledgement of service. The old acknowledgement of service, yes. yeah. And they have to send that back within 14 days. Um, in terms of service, normally the court will do that for you and send it out by post. Um, the court can these days send it out by email um, if you ask them to. But again, there's a, a backstop that says... We really do need to send it by post as well. 
Is that a bit fraught with problems? I mean, do, do these yeah. things sometimes go into somebody's spam? Or, yeah, yeah, junk folder. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So again, that's I think one of the safeguards there that we need to send it by post to. Yes. Um, and the, the other person, the respondent, will then get these forms and copy for application and we'll have codes that they can then log into the portal themselves and um, apply to progress the duel. Fab. Fabulous. Sure. I'm sure people are responding well to this, actually. I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm slightly tongue-in-cheek about the old process. Yeah. It did have its problems. Yeah. Um, so then what happens next then? So you then receive an indication from the court that you've you've correctly dealt with all of the basic process. Right. So you've, you've issued your application. You've had a response, response to your application. You then wait. Right. Yeah. And you wait for how long, Adrian? Uh, 20 weeks, Fiona. Why do you wait for 20 weeks? In all honesty, again, I have no idea. Um, it was the period that Parliament decided was appropriate when they were formulating the new laws, gosh, a couple of three years ago now. Why not 18 weeks? I don't know. Why not 10 weeks? I don't know. It's, it's really it's strange. It's my... really strange in my view. Yeah. I don't understand why 20 weeks. I know now, because I've looked it up, mm -hmm. What you're supposed to do in that 20-week period. Which is? Which is you're supposed to try to resolve some of the financial issues if you uh -huh. can. Yep. And any issues relating to the children if you can. If you can, yeah. But I think what tends to happen is that people just tend to think, oh, I've got 20 weeks to wait. Yep. So I'm going to wait for 20 weeks. Exactly. And I don't think you necessarily get that sort of sense of, right, let's use that 20 weeks constructively now to try to resolve the issues between us. Am I right in saying that? Or... I think you're exactly right. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, when you get to that next stage after those 20 weeks and the conditional order that we spoke of before, that's not the decree I say anymore, that date becomes significant because it, certainly as far as finance goes, that's when you can ask the court to approve a financial agreement. So you're right when you say that 20-week period plus the little bits either side for waiting and court processing mm. ought to be where we're looking at getting things resolved, mm. whether it's money or whether it's children. So, I mean, uh, I would create an internal time frame myself. Yeah. I would say, you know, initially you would be writing within the first four weeks of that 20 weeks Ooh, and saying, yeah. can we try to resolve the issues? Yes. Um, and try to actually push that along yeah. a little bit. Um, but I do know that people are just you, are just, just thinking, are just thinking, okay, I've got 20 weeks to waste now. Yeah. Um, which is why I don't understand that time frame. And I do think it's, it's as you say, it's arbitrary. Yeah. I don't think people are clear enough that during that time frame you're supposed this to be is working. Yeah. 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 Um, I, I do think something very similar. Um, once the respondent has sent their response back, generally, as far as the divorce goes, they have no other part to play in the process. No. So generally then, that's when I start to look at money or children. Yes. Yeah. So the, the intention is that by the time you can apply for your conditional order and we've got that, you are in a position to say to the family court, yes, please, can we approve our financial arrangements? Yes. You don't need to do that with children. Court assumes there are no problems unless yes. it's told otherwise. Yes. And that's very different yeah. from, as you said before, when you used to have to do a statement arrangement for children. Yeah, you had to actually include that with yeah. your original divorce, divorce application. Yeah. Petition. Yeah. yeah, you did, yeah. 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 Um, so in terms of that, I mean, this is always, I think, very difficult. So at that point, you're going to be writing... Uh, to the respondent, who, as you rightly say, yeah. has not really got a lot else to do yeah. as far as the proceedings are concerned. And are you going to be saying, right, give me some voluntary disclosure, please, of all your financial circumstances? Yeah, usually. Yeah. And at that stage, you're hopeful that they will just do it. Yeah. But if they don't, yeah. 
I mean, I will always say go and consult a solicitor at this stage if they haven't done it at that point. Because they need to know that they can do that. Yes. And they need to understand what their own entitlement, what yes. their own responsibilities are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So ideally, we'd ask them at that stage to consider legal representation if yeah. they don't already have it. Yeah. When that's yeah. their choice. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, true. So the 20 weeks are up. Yep. We've got to a point where we've agreed everything. Yeah. What happens then? Um, client's choice. Generally, if it's a financial agreement, they can say to the court, can I approve this, please? Mm. And generally, again, it's done on paper. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as children go, as we've already said, no need for anyone to know about it if you've got an agreement. Yeah. yeah. And there's a sort of a short form of um, financial information that you've yeah. lodged with the court at the same time as you lodge your order. A much longer short form than it used to be. A longer short form, yeah. yes. Exactly. Uh, it's gone into another two pages, but, I think. I know. But um, but yeah, the court needs to know if it's approving a financial arrangement, what the basis for that is. Yes. Because they still have a role to make sure that that's fair and yes. reasonable and meets the needs of the family. Yes. So the judge needs the financial background as well as the terms of the agreement. Yes. Yeah. And normally, again, that's still on paper. Yeah. Or online. And in an ideal world, yeah. would you expect to have that order through before the time frame for the final order? Yes. Yes. Yeah. So in, in that six-week period, yeah. you'd expect to have achieved a consent order, yeah. if possible. A consent order being the agreement. Yes, court. financially, yeah. Yeah. with no queries, yeah. nothing additional raised yeah. by the court. That's right. And in your experience, is that happening? With cooperation on part of both parties to the divorce, yes, it is. Yeah. But what about the delay with the court? In terms of approving a financial mm. arrangement, in this area at the moment, they're coming through within three or four days. Mm. That it is very, very fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So in a way, that's reassuring. That's reassuring because once you've reached an agreement, yeah. what you really don't want to do is wait for a long, long time for that agreement to be ratified, yeah. if you like, by the court. Uh, because you want to get on with enforcing it, don't you? You do indeed. Implementing. Implementing, yeah. yeah. Um, particularly if you can apply for your final order and you want to be divorced and you want to get on with your, your life and make yes. arrangements for a future apart. Yes. Then you don't want the court to hold you back. Yes. Basically. Yeah. I guess that takes me on to one point again about your 20 weeks. Yeah. In appropriate circumstances, you can apply to the court to make that shorter. All right. Um, it's... In the unfortunate circumstances, for example, if someone's terminally ill yeah. and they wanted to be divorced before they pass away. Yeah. Um, but there has to be good reasons for it to expedite the process. Yeah. 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 I know I know. historically there were only really two reasons why you could expedite a decree yeah. absolute and one was that there was pregnancy involved yeah. and the other one was to do with pensions. Yes. Yeah. 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 The, the other thing we've not touched upon as far as the new divorce, the no-fault divorce, is people can get together. Yes. Um, under the old style, where you petitioned the court, yes, you had one person had to do it. Um, under the new style, you can make a joint application and do it together in a cooperative and collaborative way. Mm. And people are doing it mm. and understanding it, how they have to work together and the timing. Mm. Because again, a good thing about the portal is that they will receive notifications and prompts that tell them what to do and when to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, Again, just be very careful, though, um, from a client's perspective, and this is a top tip for any divorce, is probably don't apply for your final order until you resolve your finances. Uh, yes, yeah. Um, in some cases, it's absolutely fine. Yeah, yeah. Um, but in a lot of cases, make sure you know what you're giving up yeah. by being divorced yeah, yeah. before you apply for your final order, because there can be financial consequences. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I mean, I think people who are doing it all completely on their own without the benefit of any legal advice, um, perhaps do need to be slightly careful um, just about rushing forward and and dealing with it all and thinking, great, I've done it, it's it's sorted. And then realising that there are outstanding financial matters that they haven't dealt with. Because in in almost all cases, if you don't resolve your financial arrangements, whether it's a court order, a consent order or in order imposed upon you by a court if you can't reach an agreement Mm. the financial claims that you have against each other from being married or in a civil partnership um will go on indefinitely and can be revisited at any stage in the future yeah which again is why most people want a court order which says this is a full and final settlement yeah to prevent claims so you you may have inheritances or even uh, god willing lottery wins Yes, and I mean those cases hit the press quite often because the numbers are huge. Yes, and um, people who go off and build a wind farm. Oh yes, uh, indeed. Yes, make millions. End up with a first wife who's been who's got unresolved financial claims. That's right. Hits the press twenty five years on down the line. Yeah, yeah. So I would say that. If it were me in that in that yeah. situation, obviously it's slightly different because I do know about these things. But I would say I would want to get legal advice, yes. uh, and I would at least want to know that yeah. the timing was right for a final order to be made. Always, yes, Always. Yeah. yeah. 